Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they have 18 amazing flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com and try yours. Also use the promo code LOCKEDON and you will get $10 off your first order. The Notorious B.I.G. famously said, the more money we have, the more problems we seem to have. And uh, that says true for the NHL right now as they're trying to just figure out what to do in the midst of this pandemic. And also, there's some other money drama. You know, cash grabs. We're talking about layoffs financial disputes can the nhl season really realistically start in january we have a lot to discuss in this episode but first you're locked on devils your daily podcast on the new jersey devils part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer Trey Matthews, and we are at episode 101 of me being a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and I can't thank you guys enough for your listenership. If you're a new listener, welcome to the Locked On Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, You know, guys, I'm just so humbly honored to just be doing this every day for you guys, providing the news for the New Jersey Devils, the NHL, and just sports in general. So thank you guys, because without you, there is no show. So if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I basically interviewed the founder of the Locked On Podcast Network and also the play-by-play announcer for the Utah Jazz's radio station, David Locke, and he provided some great stories, some legendary stories about legendary people. He talked about his career path. I talked about my career path. We've just had an open discussion about what it takes to just break into this industry, you know, the good times, the hardships, whatever the case might be, what he did just to uh, get to this point. And like he said, he founded the Locked On Podcast Network just based on fear because, you know, he wanted some sort of job security. And look where the Locked On Podcast Network is right now. It is just continuing to grow each and every day. I see that we hire new people who just come from such uh, great backgrounds in this industry. So it's really humbling just to be a part of this great Locked On Podcast Network with great people. And hopefully this is a great jumpstart for my career. And I'm I'm liking where I'm at in my career right now. I'm, I'm glad that my career is going in the way I want it to go. And for everyone who wants to break into this industry, just continue just to grind each and every day because it's a dog-eat-dog world out there. And, you know, no one's going to reward you for just wanting to do it. You got to put in the work, the time, the effort, the sweat, blood, and tears. It takes way more than just wanting it. And trust me, a lot goes behind the scenes, more so than you think. So don't just think that it's all peaches and cream because it's not. It's a it's a dogfight out there just to you know get the reps that you deserve and get your name out there. But anyway, let's talk about this episode because we are at 101 episodes, like 101 Dalmatians, that uh, Disney uh, movie. I might need to watch that while I'm home for Christmas break just to uh, find some more movies to binge watch so if you have any movies that I should binge watch please hit me up on Twitter locked on devils and you know if you have any uh, suggestive topics that we should discuss during this week or next week or the week after like, like I said it's your team every day hit me up on Twitter as well so you know you can hit me up on Mat 4 or locked on devils as I just mentioned so anyway back to what I was saying so like I said in this industry it's a doggy dog world out there and obviously during the midst of this pandemic a lot of tough decisions had to be made throughout just big businesses, small businesses, whatever the case might be. And, you know, it's just really sad to see. And ESPN is no exception. Now, I get ESPN does not talk about hockey all that often, 
But today we're going to talk about them because Stephen A. Smith was trending this morning and it is uh, December the 7th, 3.32 p.m. Eastern time at the time of this recording. And I must say this was uh, really entertaining to see. And, you know, Stephen A. Smith, he, he put it bluntly like, you know, he he was not afraid to say what he wanted to say to a fan who criticized him for getting more money than, you know, people uh, getting laid off, things of that nature. I don't, I don't know the, the full argument of it, but he raises a good point and I just wanted to, you know, break it to you guys because this is how the industry works when it comes to, uh, you know, broadcasting, sportscasting, uh, just being a talk show host, whatever the case might be, you know, tough decisions had to be made during this year. It's 2020 still and, you know, Anything and everything can happen, and unfortunately, you know, a lot of bad things can happen. So let's talk about Stephen A. Smith for a second. So someone tweeted at Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman. Well, now the tweet is deleted, but, you know, thanks to the Internet, we still have the tweet on ice, and, you know, we can still see what that person said. So an anonymous person said, ESPN laying off talented people to pay for fat salaries like Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman to embarrass the platform is saddening. And Stephen A. Smith did not hold back any guns when he he responded. He said, you might be able to get over it if you've done your damn homework. I generate revenue, clown. I bring money to help keep jobs, not lose them. Know who the F you're talking about before opening your mouth. If you don't know, you should have asked somebody. So, you know, Stephen A. Smith obviously put it bluntly, put it harshly, and obviously there's only so much he could say in what? what how many characters uh, can you say in a tweet? I believe like a 140 or, or something like that, or I, I forget the number, but you know, you, you can only say so much in that limited uh, capacity. Well, I have no limit in, in terms of like the amount of characters I could say, so I'm gonna break down what he said because I find it very interesting and I just find it an appropriate time to talk about because, like I said, this episode is revolving around more money, more problems. So, in this case, Stephen A. Smith is not a person who's gonna get laid off. So, uh, let me give you guys some background information. Obviously, sports numbers have been way down down for like a lot of uh, sports stations because like I said in my go woke go broke episode where I don't believe you know the political platform is what's ruining sports I believe it's just you know we're in the middle of a pandemic and there's just too many sports on at a given time so like I said the Stanley Cup finals was down by 60% this year and uh, all the other sports just followed so like MLB's ratings were down NFL's ratings NBA's ratings, golf's ratings, college sports ratings. So like all these sports ratings are down just because like there's a little uncertainty in terms of scheduling because we're seeing a lot of scheduling being put together at the last possible minute just due to the fact that's what people can be given. So it's like we don't have time to be picky. We have to play this certain amount of games. We have to race this certain amount of races. We have to get these holes of golf done at this particular time. Just because that's what we're going to be given, okay? We're in the middle of a pandemic, okay? I know uh, when we're doing uh, sports at ACTV at the station I work at, you know, we're trying to get any sports that we can. And, like, um, by the hockey team I do play-by-play for, they're, like, trying to play some high school teams just for exhibition matches because they're just trying to get some reps in. So, things of that nature, it's just, like... You know, we, we don't have time to just, you know, meticulously go through a schedule and just post it in advance. We have to say the schedule is tentative and, you know, that can hurt ratings a, a bit. So, uh, yeah, ratings are down. And obviously when ratings go down, revenue goes down. And so ESPN, a big company, is forced to let a few people go. It's very sad. It's very unfortunate. But like I said, in this industry, it's dog eat dog world out there. And sometimes you have to make the difficult decision because, you know, in times like this, you don't want to see anyone lose their job. I certainly don't want to like lose my job in this instance, but 
unfortunately, when we say sports is a business, this is what we're talking about. So someone like Stephen A. Smith, guys, is not going to get fired because look at Stephen A. Smith. Even if you don't know who Stephen A. Smith is, like for me, I haven't watched First Take in like, like a full episode in like a year or two. But I still know who Stephen A. Smith is. I still know what he's talking about. I still know his opinions because he's big on social media. He's big in the meme world and just things of that nature. I've used some of his memes in my show at times, like when he's saying, I am having a very bad day. I am in no mood. Things of that nature. It's funny. And that's how, you know, he gets money for ESPN. So, like, even if you don't know what First Take is, even though if you've never watched an episode, he's still racking up paper for ESPN. And, you know, ESPN gets more money and they're able to provide more jobs. So someone like Stephen A. Smith or Max Kellerman, they're just the faces of ESPN at this point. That's why they're given so many shows, so many opportunities, because they're giving ESPN more revenue just because of their popularity. So when Stephen A. Smith is going uh, back crazy on air about like the Dallas Cowboys or things of that nature, when he makes a controversial topic or when he's, you know, ranting on a player, when he's saying like, that brother's a bad man. It's the first thing you see trending on Twitter, everybody, okay? He's being given a treatment like an athlete is given if they uh, score the game-winning goal in a hockey game or things of that nature. So, you know, of of course they're going to keep Stephen A. Smith. Of course Stephen A. Smith is being given a lot of money because... It's just he he gives them revenue, and that's the business of it. That's the politics of it. So I'm sorry, but, you know, when we're talking about being laid off, ESPN, um, yeah, Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, they're there to stay, guys. So that was just something I wanted to talk about. That's just something I wanted to talk about in this episode because, like I said, more money, more problems. And uh, you know what? I am low on energy, you guys, because of all these problems I'm dealing with. So you know what I'm going to take? I'm going to take a Bilt Bar just to give me some energy. So let's get back. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You don't know what a Bilt Bar is? Let me tell you something about Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Bilt Bar is even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors, six new flavors, Flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Oh my gosh, this is delicious. I've already had a few when I go out to the gym and they are super healthy too. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Uh, 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack. That is not true. As I stated, Bilt Bars are healthy. Bilt Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bilt Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high protein protein, high fiber, great for a keto diet. And you, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off at BuiltBar.com. There we go, I repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it. Go to BuiltBar.com and get your Built Bars right now. The more money we have, the more problems we got. So that reigns true for the NHL as they were projected to maybe start the season on New Year's, January the 1st, 2021. And what a way that would have been to kick off 2021. It's just something going back to normality. Uh, Anything is possible with Gary Bettman as the commissioner. I can't believe I congratulated this guy for handling uh, the COVID procedures over the summer so well, trying to get the NHL back on the ice and just uh, moving his behind on it, just trying to, you know, solve something. And now we are at a standstill where, you know, now 
talks and negotiations are going down the drain a little bit and we're not heading in a good direction in my opinion because if we really want this season to start we have to move like pronto like right now and things aren't going in that direction so if you haven't checked out the episode I posted I believe like a week or two ago I talked about how the NHL and the Players Association the owners and everybody involved they're kind of at an impasse as to how to start the season because originally the season was supposed to start on New Year's but obviously the NHL lost a little bit more money than they projected like all the other sports because no one projected this uh, pandemic to be as bad as it once was so you know now things have gotten worse and now that the numbers are in uh, things are in the red a little bit so now the owners are saying to the players like hold on hold on hold on we might need to push back a little bit or we might need to change up these negotiations because uh, we're losing money and the players are like well if it wasn't for me you wouldn't get this money so why should uh, I have to suffer and you know be your performing circus that kind of thing so anyway uh talks are still going on and obviously with Gary Bettman his tenure as NHL commissioner everyone remembers the 1994 and the 1995 season I bet everyone wants to forget about the 2004 and the 2005 season and us as New Jersey Devils fans we certainly want to forget the 2012 and 2013 season especially since we were coming off uh, an NHL finals loss and uh how we just wanted to get back into it and then there was that uh lockout and you know that kind of affected a lot lot of things so you know uh yeah Batman has has not been doing a good job as commissioner well so far right now because you know we're, we continue to have these negotiations like oh, oh man so as per NHL and the Players Association talks uh last night this was tweeted by Pierre Lebrun on December the 4th 2020 at 9 38 a.m so what's on the table you might be asking well 52 games and 56 games are both on the table but sources say that the league and the Players Association would prefer 56 games if time allows remember that they want to end the cup final in early July again nothing is done yet economic issues remain uh, prominent in this case. So this is actually more games than I thought that they would do. I thought they would do something in the 40s, quite honestly. I thought that this would be a repeat of what happened in uh, 2012 and 2013 season when uh, they just played 41 games so they cut the season in half because they were in a lockout once again so and they are projected to maybe start in mid-January with uh, training camps beginning two weeks earlier so basically that's what's on the table and I want to give you guys my opinion on this and obviously we'll talk more about this in tomorrow's episode and just go more in depth of it but today I'm just going to give you guys the outline and also give you my personal opinion on how everything is going so far and just how to handle this if I were the commissioner. So very awkward situation. Very awkward indeed. Oh, what am I going to do, Commissioner Matthews? What am I going to do? I just replaced Gary Bettman. What am I supposed to do? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, oh, I got it. Ha, I just hid. <laughs> That's what I would do as commissioner. I would just hide under my desk, but no, no, no. Real talk. So so like I said before the break, I feel as though the NHL is heading in the right direction, but we just got to move on this quickly because, trust me, that time is winding down. So today is December the 7th, and you project to start uh, January uh, 15th. And remember, you still have to do training camp because you can't just begin the season. You have to do training camp. You have to do practices. You got to do media day. And you say that you want to do that two weeks before the 15th. 
15th. So uh, time is shorter than you think. So that's essentially you have less than a month to get this ball rolling. And also we have the Locked On Podcast Network need to know because we need to know whether if we're going to convert from three episodes a week to five episodes a week. Because remember, uh, we're in the offseason technically, so we're just doing three episodes. But, you know, things of that nature, we got to move on this. So uh, as commissioner, Gary Bettman, here's my message to you if you are listening, which I highly doubt you are. Here's what I would do if I was a commissioner. You can either be one of two commissioners in sports. You can either be Rob Manfred or you can be Adam Silver or you can be Roger Goodell. And Goodell and uh, Manfred are not good commissioners. They have not handled this situation really well at all. So uh, the one commissioner in all the four major sports that I feel like has been handling this the best is Adam Silver over in the NBA because he's listening to his players. He's uh, trying to find ways to just be financially smart. And also at the same time, he's not trying to be a dictator or he's not trying to, you know, rig it. So the one problem I have with Goodell is, uh, yes, I'm glad that there's fans in the stands. I'm glad that uh, you know, uh, you're not doing a bubble. Obviously, that might have to change for the playoffs. I don't, I don't know what they plan to do. But like I said, football might be a little different because you only have to play that team once. You don't have to play it in a series. So uh, Goodell has been, uh, he's been doing a decent job. But the only problem I have is there was one game where uh, the Denver Broncos, they were, uh, they, they had a lot of their guys catch COVID, including three of their quarterbacks. So that was their backup quarterback. That was their starting quarterback. And that was their backup backup quarterback quarterback and then they had to start someone who's never played quarterback before yet when the Ravens uh, get COVID just because they have a good record and I, I believe also the Steelers as well just because they have a good record you're just like oh we'll push it back we'll push it back because you know we don't want our ratings to hurt in this case I get it it's a business like I said at the beginning of this episode sports is a business but you have to be fair at least you, you know just because it's a business doesn't mean you you can't play fair that, that's what I'm saying because, you know, if you, you can't give that same treatment to just a good team. So my uh, message to Batman is if you're like Goodell, you got to be fair, okay? So, like, if, if a good team has it, you also have to say we're still – if you still want to play it, that's fine. But if you're going to push it back, you have to do that for all teams, not just the good teams, not just the primetime teams, not just the teams that bring in that cha-ching, the dollars, or things of that nature. And also – Uh, If you want to not be like Manfred, listen to your players. Listen to the Players Association. You cannot run a dictatorship because in the MLB, like I said, they didn't even play half of their games, okay? They played 60, and they play 162 games in a regular season. 60 games, not even half of that. So you have to listen to your players. If they bring up an issue, you're their commissioner, you're their leader, be a leader, okay? If you want a, a prime example of what a leader is, look at Adam Silver, okay? He created this bubble. Yes, they lost some money. Yes, lots of money went into it, and, you know, they didn't make it back. But at the same time, Adam Silver is not running his players over, and he's listening to his players. He's saying, what can I do to make this better? What can I do to make sure that, uh, you know, if we're going to continue to do this, we need to figure out a way where, you know, players aren't going insane because a lot of players went insane inside the bubble, and I would too. It's mentally straining, and uh, I'm sure no one wants to do a bubble, okay? No one wants to just stay in a place for a certain amount of weeks. They would go crazy. No family members, no friends. I would go insane, everybody. That's mentally straining. That's like prison. You know, you're, you say you can't leave this area. You can only do this, that, and a third. You can't see your family or your friends for a limited amount of time. I would go crazy. Disney World or no Disney World, I would go insane. 
I know I sound like a broken record when I say this, but, you know, that's how insane I'm going right now. So my message to Batman is you can be one of three commissioners. You can be the good commissioner, the overall good commissioner, like um, like um, uh, Adam Silver. You can be neutral, which is you're doing a decent job at the same time. You're not really, you know, doing well. You know, you're average to below average at best, and that's uh, Roger Goodell. Or you could be an absolute uh, terrible crap commissioner, and that's Rob Manfred of the MLB, okay? Rob Manfred has been making baseball go downhill for a long time now. So, you know, COVID just added insult to injury. So you could be one of those commissioners. You could either be the good one, you could be the neutral one, or you could be the bad one. You need to choose the good one, okay? And you have to be fair for everyone, and you have to respect that things are going to change. Things are going to be different. That's all I have to say. So, like I said, this is a business. This is an industry. Obviously, I've never been a part of this business, even though I'm a business management major. I don't know uh, what he could do to, like, you know... Uh, you know, get some money back because, you know, that's that's above my pay grade. But I can say from the perspective of a fan, the perspective of a reporter, the perspective of an announcer and, you know, seeing all these ECHL teams just lose their season and, you know, seeing a lot of these play by play announcers losing their jobs essentially for a year. You know, I, I can relate to that and just be like, you know, I, I don't want to see anyone get hurt or anything of that nature just financially. It, it's a lot going into this. You're not the only one battling this. So my message to Gary Bettman is please be better, okay? We've had three lockouts in, during your time as commissioner, three prominent lockouts. Uh, one costed us half a season. One costed us no season. And the other one, we only played 48 games, albeit the New Jersey Devils ended up becoming the 95 champions. But still, I'm sure everyone would have loved to see a full season being played. So so in conclusion, uh, Mr. Bettman, this is my final letter. The choice is yours. You can either be a good, a neutral, or a bad one. The choice is yours, sir. Sincerely, everybody in the NHL. And what do you guys think of my opinion? Do you agree with it? Do you not agree with it? Do you feel like I missed something? Or, you know, just hit me up on Lockdown Devils and, you know, we'll see what uh, you guys have to say. But anyway, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Don't worry, we'll have NHL back sooner or later. And you know what? I am not going to see another season get canceled, all right? So I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for listening.